0: I want drinking
1: beer. I'm drinking water. Two touchdowns in the game. Yes in the
0: game. Tripping. How are you hyped?
1: No.
2: Super rough
0: time.
1: I don't know what we're doing in that front office, man. Twiddling our fucking dick.
0: <laughs> Brian, I just need you to. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. No. Wide receiver trivia. <coughs> <coughs> That's what she said. Her. <laughs> fuck. Her. upset. Are
1: those crutches? You can see Ryan's crutches <laughs> in <the back>. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> What is going on, folks? Welcome back to After For The Review. This is episode 160. I'm your co-host, Jay Brown.
0: I'm your other wonderful co-host,
4: Malin Dennis. I'm your other great co-host, Nestor.
3: And, and our guests. first half guest this week, Morgan Brown. What is up?
0: What's up, Morgan, one, one of the OGs.
3: Yes. Thank you for taking the time out of your evening to uh, come hang out with your boys and talk about your other boys that are uh,
0: doing some shit right now.
1: I'm talking about my, my team right Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know, uh, Jalen, I got to admit, it was probably about three or four weeks ago where I realized that you always say your last name in the intro, and so I started doing it the last couple of weeks, and I got to tell you, I feel more regal and sophisticated when I say the last <laughs> name versus versus just the first name. Yeah, it brings so. you to a
3: new, new level.
0: There you go great.
3: Yes, folks at home, if this is your first time listening to this show, we are an NBA and NFL podcast where we uh, stream live every Wednesday night at 9.30 p.m. Eastern Time. And, uh, you know, we stream live on YouTube. So if you click the first link down in your podcast description, you will be taken to the YouTube version of this episode. Click subscribe. Drop the video a like if you don't mind. It'll probably take you all of two seconds to do both of those things. And uh, hey, add us to your subscriptions. That way, every time we go live, you'll be notified and you'll never have to remember because there we are every Wednesday night. Uh, With that being said, we're officially out of October. We're moving November 1st, 160 episodes. Small milestone, but I figured it's worth shouting out. A lot of episodes, a lot of episodes down and... We are
0: already. I think, I think we've only we've only missed like two weeks. Yeah. To one hundred Right. It's pretty consistent.
3: It is. Uh, that's
0: that's all that's all the fame numbers. <laughs> right. <So. laughs>
3: but uh, yeah, with that comes, you know, we're we're well into the NFL season at this point. We are about halfway, and I figured this is a good time for us to give our power rankings. Each of us to detail who are the top ten teams in the NFL
0: right now, and uh,
1: yes, I
0: just uh, I know that I know that you're drinking tea, but some of us have a shotgun. glass oh,
3: ready. Yes, <laughs> sorry to hold up the class.
0: <laughs> I was about to say, I'll go to I'll go to the AA meeting. Love you <laughs> I mean, guys.
3: Oh, good burn. (laughs) Mouth burn. This is in a different way. This man. (laughs) Now, sorry to jump the gun there. Uh, Yeah, so we're going to give our top 10 teams. We're going to start at number 10, then work our way to number one. Uh, It's going to be fun. Yes. Just keep in mind, (laughs) these are all just opinions. So no name calling. No judgment. I'm not calling on anybody in particular, but
0: let's go with Listen, number don't 10. Me. Don't me out. <laughs> let's
3: go with number 10. Some, um,
0: someone says something. Strange. Definitely singing you out. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Morgan, who is your number 10 team in the NFL right now?
1: Um, a, see, this is the thing with me. I only pay attention with my team, but. Uh, Top 10.
3: Oh, I, hate this. I hate to say this team, and I hate him with a passion. The Cowboys. Well, okay. Put them way down at number 10. I guess if you had to put them somewhere, that's the best place to put them, right? Uh, <laughs> we'll go Nestor next.
4: Uh, top team, right? Number one. Number 10. <laughs> number 10. <10? laughs> Number 10. Uh, let's see. I have the Jaguars at 13, Browns at 12, Bills at 11. Just wanted to throw that out that the Bills are not in my top 10. They're trash. Number 10, I'm going to go with the Bengals.
3: Wow. Bengals.
0: Okay. Bengals
3: at number 10. Uh, go ahead, man.
0: <laughs> okay. The man just. The man said the Bengals. They're the last team in their division right now, and he's got them in the top ten. So I'm interested to see where he's got Baltimore, Pittsburgh, and Cleveland also. Um, I'm going with the Bills, number 10. Uh, Just they're so inconsistent. They they live and die off of Josh Allen's smart and crazy and dumbass decisions. So sitting at 5-3, they're Mm -hmm. number 10 on my list. They're great one week and bad the next. They're Jekyll and high to the NFL.
3: Yes, very. Um, At number 10, I've got the Lions. Um, They're looking good, looking very good, but they haven't really played too many tough opponents. Out of the three tougher opponents they've had, which is like Seattle, Baltimore, and Kansas City, they only beat Kansas City in that opener, and they barely beat them. That was without Travis Kelsey, so they haven't really been tested too much yet, so... I'm putting them number ten. They didn't have Jones either, right? Yeah, Chris Jones wasn't there too. So they're they're about to get tested a bit more here, though, as December rolls around or November rather. Um, anyway, number nine, Morgan. What do you have?
1: Number nine. Um, I have no idea. Um,
3: <laughs> dude, would you like us to come back? Yes, please. Nestor, go ahead.
4: What are we doing? Um, number nine. I have the Lions. Um, I just want to say they. I think they found something good with Gibbs. They found something good out of Montgomery missing some time because now Gibbs is, looks more comfortable. So now you have two good, you know, running backs that I, I would think are confident. Um, they have a. Decent defense. Hutchinson, you got a uh, St. Brown. So, yeah, number nine for me.
0: All right, Malin. Jacksonville at number nine. They're, they're six and two. I know the Prince, as they call him, Lawrence, um, is playing better. But they still, if not, I don't know why Calvin Ridley is not as involved in the offense is. I think he should be. Yeah. Kind of weird. Um, Etienne is a freaking star, man. Mm-hmm. The fact that you got Trevor Lawrence and Etienne both coming from Clemson Lane, they, they are meshing well right now. Uh, he's catching the ball better out of the backfield. Um, and not for nothing, but, you know, two of their six wins were overseas in London. Uh, that's a little weird to me. A little, <laughs> little, little suspect. Um, so, so I don't know. They just. It feels weird for the Jaguars to be six and two, so I'm not a full believer yet, and I hate Duval County, so that's another thing.
3: Fair. Um, <clears throat> I actually have Seattle at number nine. Um, you Sam,
0: wasn't this like your Super Bowl pick? <laughs> it,
3: it, yeah, and the Lions were my NFC uh, the opponent they're going to play. Uh. Yeah, Seattle, they're finding ways to win games. Uh, I do think that they, like Pete Carroll's done an excellent job coaching up this team and just figuring it out each and every game. But similar to the Lions, uh, their tougher part of their schedule is coming up now. So we're really about to see uh, how the Seahawks are going to fare. The Geno Smith slander to me is a little strange, though, because I don't think he's playing bad. I mean, he's not playing great. hes He's been all right. Would you say your boy played
0: solid? I would, uh, he's played solid. I would just like to point out that at some point you're going to have the San Francisco 49ers up there, and they've lost three straight, and we're ahead in the division, so that's kind of hurtful. <laughs> it is what it so. is. Uh,
3: Morgan, did you pick out a number nine? Yeah,
1: I'm gonna go Jacksonville, uh, Trevor Lawrence is- Doing pretty well, so he's gonna be top 10. Uh, so he's definitely number nine for me.
3: All right, uh, number eight. Uh, Nestor, go ahead.
4: Uh, number eight, I'm gonna go with the Ravens. Um, oh. yeah, Amar Jackson's playing great, but are we really gonna fall into that same trap again that we fell into with the Lions? Uh, they have no running backs. Gus Edwards, not that they need one specifically, but eventually I feel it would do them some well. Justice Hill, Gus Edwards, I mean, come on. The Wide receivers, Nelson Aguilar, Bateman. No, so number eight for me. Go ahead,
0: Malin. I'm going to Chiefs at number eight. They when you lose twenty four to nine with team that the Miami Dolphins dropped seventy on with little midget Wilson and Sean Payton working out some sort of assassination plot against him <laughs> and his pregnant wife and his kids. Um You gotta wonder what the hell's going on. Like, does Taylor Swift have to be at every ball game? Uh, No, but they've lost, like, depth. And this happens to all teams that win the Super Bowl, man, multiple times. This is why it's so crazy to me how the Patriots were able to do what they did for as long as they did, is that you lose your depth and you start losing players. Um, And so, like, that offense is not humming. Um, It's Patrick Mahomes or bust. It's him and Kelsey. That's really it. And that's a far cry from what that offense was two to three years ago. you think about the defense, uh, they don't have Frank Clark anymore. The Honey Badger's not there. That secondary is suspect to me. Yes, you got Chris Jones. Not a whole lot else going on there. Um, but losing to the Broncos really kind of put to me that, yeah, you're 6-2. and two, But that was the team you should have been able to put away. Um, and if you're, and if you're going to lose, it better be a hell of a lot closer than 24 to nine. Um, so, so yeah.
3: Um, for me, <coughs> excuse me, I've got, uh, Miami at number eight. Uh, I do think this is the best offense in the NFL, but, uh, they have shown that they can be had when teams are a bit more rough on them like philly beat up on them a bit and uh even buffalo beat up on them a bit and it makes me question them going into like the colder months here and as the the year progresses towards the playoffs uh that's more the style of football that's going to be played so it's kind of the verdict is still out on them on if they're just all flash uh but i'm gonna put them in number eight for now so Morgan,
4: They definitely
0: need the one seed, right?
3: Yeah, they, they need to be in they Miami. They it bad. Go ahead, Morgan.
1: I think I'm going to agree with you, Jalen, with Miami. They have uh, Jalen Ramsey now, too. Uh, he got picked last game. Um, and their offense is pretty good as well, so I'm going to put them at number eight.
3: Cool. Uh, Nester number
4: seven uh, I fucked up I had a uh, these two teams I had the same team at number seven and number five I don't know why I did that but um, I guess I was rearranging teams anyway you know what if I can make this correction number seven I'll have the Ravens number eight I'll have the bills that's fair.
0: It just said the Bills weren't even in his top <laughs> ten. And now they're number six I didn't
4: have a, Bills, Browns, Jaguars. I didn't have any of those three teams in the top ten. So if I'm going to pick a team from those three, I'm going to pick the
0: Bills. <laughs> Go ahead of Thanks. the other teams that were already in your top ten? Go ahead, man. Go ahead. The Lions and the Bengals. Go are a hot mess. This man. <laughs> <laughs> This man been drinking that Sarasota water. <laughs> I'm gonna stop him.
3: Uh who is your number seven, Malin?
0: Okay. <laughs> t- number seven, I'm actually going Dallas. Um, I'm really going like- well in Dallas. Damn. <laughs> it, what, what did he say?
1: Why'd you put him there?
0: <laughs> Why'd I put him at seven? Oh, I mean, damn, Morgan, I try to be real. Uh <laughs> Okay, so everyone deserves one clunker, um, a season, right? Where you lose to a team that you're not supposed to, right? Well, that is Arizona, and uh, no one, no, that's when they still had the cancer survivor Connor player, uh, Connor playing, Um, and uh, you know Dobbs was not yet on his third team this year, uh, and there wasn't a whole lot of tape out on him. Um, so they lost that one. I get that the 49ers beat the brakes off of them, but what else is supposed to happen to Dallas? But they're still going to win a lot of games. They're still going to make the playoffs. Um, and with the NFC, there's not a whole lot of other talented teams. Like, they, you know, you should be number seven if I think you could probably at least get the, the divisional round, you know. Uh, so So I'm going Dallas number seven. I don't like that they didn't make any moves in free agency, though um i forget who signed leonard fournette was that buffalo to sign leonard fournette um okay. i think that he could have been a, a good pickup for dallas uh to kind of help paul it a little bit Because i think that they're they are suffering in the red zone running the ball they don't have that that warhammer um so so yeah
3: yeah the bills signed him to their practice squad
0: so they'll sign him to a practice squad. Yeah. He's it's crazy. My mighty follower. <laughs> right.
3: Uh for me, I keep putting my list away. Uh all right, so number 7 I have San Francisco. Uh as of late, I think that their injuries have shown that Brock Purdy cannot carry a team like some of his other you know, top quarterbacks can. Uh I think we all are aware now that he's a, he's a system quarterback and he's not the guy that's going to take you to the promised land. But uh, if San Francisco is at 100%, they are the best team in the NFL. But that's not how football works, and it is pretty rare that once January comes around, you've got a team at 100% anyway. So um, I've got them at number seven right now. So they well, really what, need that. What their happened talent
0: to back. thinking my Seahawks were going to be the best team in the NFC? Like they're – what did they do, do to you? <laughs> How did they hurt your feelings? Where you have them at nine and this team at seven? I don't, I don't know. All that happening.
3: matters is that they're in the Super Bowl at the end of the year. How they get there?
0: You're damn right, that's all matter. that matters. All that matters.
3: Uh, Morgan, who is your number seven? Where
1: you go? I'm pu- I'm putting Chiefs there.
3: Chiefs at seven. Okay. Um...
1: Mahomes,
3: he'll come back and you know do his thing, shake his tail feather or something like that. Oh yeah. <laughs>
4: Number six, Nestor. Six for me is the Chiefs. They still have a uh, that experience and that I feel goes a long way. So six for me,
0: Chiefs. Mainland. Ah. Uh, <sighs> All right. That's where I gotta put the 49ers. <laughs> gotta put it in the Um just because like you said, when when they're healthy, they're one of the better teams in the NFL. Um, the defense is a little bit suspect to me. Mm-hmm. Um the um I know they just added Chase Young, but that was already a strength on the edge. They needed interior alignment help. They needed secondary help. Um, But when you get the breaks beat off you by Kirk Cousins in the Minnesota Vikings um, on national television, um, and then Niner fans talk all this shit about the Seahawks losing to the Bengals, and you go get the breaks beat off you by them too, Um, and you lost to the Cleveland Browns and the backup quarterback, uh, with Walker, who looks like he might actually have cancer currently, right now, I think he's playing with cancer. Um, yeah, you lose three straight. That's gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna bump you down a little bit. But I think it's a fair spot to put him.
3: Yeah, they they made Kirk Cousins look good in a primetime game. That says a lot. Uh, my number six, I've got Cincinnati. Uh, I feel like they're kind of middle of the pack right now amongst the top 10 teams uh because they're just kind of doing what they always do. Like they start off slow and then they come to life around this time of year the past like 3 years so the Bengals are just the normal Bengals. Uh Morgan, who was your number 6?
1: Number 6 I'm putting the Lions actually. Um they struggled last year and now they're balling so what they're five and two correct sounds about right no way okay so um, they're six and two Mm -hmm. okay so yeah so they're balling they lost two games um so and they're missing their star running back that went to the eagles so that's pretty good that they're uh getting off on the right track this season
3: all right. Shout out to Ryan Brown in the chat. He was not feeling Malin's high pick of the Cowboys.
1: That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah,
0: hey, well, Ryan is still probably feeling other cases of water his ass fell on a couple of years ago <laughs> at the studio, so. <laughs> <laughs> We're well, still cleaning shit in this sink. <laughs> <laughs> Let's
3: move to... Number five. I love you, I
0: apologize.
3: <laughs> Go ahead, Nestor.
4: Number five. I actually have the Seahawks. Um, I think yes, the only thing I mentioned earlier about Geno, the only thing that's I feel like is not great, great is Geno, but the defense is solid, man. The the every everything from uh, the corners to um. Defensive ends, everything's solid there. Pretty great. Um, So, yeah, number five for me, Seahawks. Go ahead, Um, Can
0: you name back – I want to make sure that I have this right. Can you name back what I've said so far?
3: (laughs) I cannot. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not keeping track.
0: I thought you you were writing all this down. Negative. God bless America. Okay,
4: Niners last. No, right, the Niners were. I don't last. think I.
0: I don't. Did I say Detroit yet? I don't think I said Detroit.
4: Uh, yeah, Jaguars and Niners. That's the only two teams I ever. I don't beat.
3: think.
1: I you, you
0: said before. Cowboys last time. I yeah. No, I. The last time they were like number seven. Jesus. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go, I think I got go to go Detroit here. Um, I think Detroit's been solid. They've had, again, you're allowed a clunker, right? Uh, Their clunker was against Baltimore. That was a big clunker. That was a big shit on the bed for them. Um, But other than that, you know, you beat the Super Bowl champions. uh, You lose Seahawks in overtime. Um, I think that team resounding came back um, with with a good win last week. So I'm going to go ahead and have them there
3: i've got jacksonville at number five uh they're looking really 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 good and they've got a very complete roster that defense is looking great i think they're leading the nfl in takeaways right now uh josh allen has been a huge huge star for them uh if they can just find a way like Melon said to get calvin ridley more involved because geez right now it's just like he might as well not even be there most games uh They'll look really, really good. But Doug Peterson is doing a great job. Um, Trevor Lawrence is doing great. Etienne, the whole whole squad. So Jacksonville, look out for the uh look out for the cardiac Cats come January.
0: Oh, don't say that. Don't say that.
3: <laughs> Go ahead, Morgan.
0: Somebody in general right now yelling Duval <laughs> after what you just that's <laughs> at ten PM.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna go Buffalo Bills. I think that they're gonna turn oh, around, and uh, come back, and put them back themselves in the right position. All right, you are—you
0: are you aren't an, <laughs> an enigma, sir. You, you, you need to turn the on. That's what you need to do. Not...
1: I mean, we should. We watched them. Lost of them, so
0: you're not getting enough to your head right now. <laughs> Nester,
3: who is your number four?
4: Uh, My number four team, I feel, is we beat them last year. We did what we wanted against the Ravens last year. We can beat the Bills. I don't know what happened uh, last game, but whatever. I think we're better than the Lions. Our offense is better. So number four, Dolphins. <laughs>
3: Fair enough. Uh Malin, go ahead.
0: Hmm. I see how it put his dolphins above my Seahawks. <laughs> I did too, don't worry. Um I'm going my, I'm going with my Seahawks right now. Um <laughs> only because Listen, you the defense since after week now keep in mind, week one, we got our ass beat like 33 to 12 or 14 or whatever to the Rams, right? But we lost our starting left and right tackle at the beginning of the second quarter, or the beginning of the third quarter. We could not move the ball. Gina was getting pounded. The Rams had great field position for the rest of the game. They ended up scoring 30 points on us. Since week one, our defense has been ranked number one or number two in the NFL on all stats. Uh, We're getting defensive pressure. Um, we're getting, um, you know, the interceptions. Woolen and Witherspoon, they have, like, the best defensive QBR against quarterbacks, um, in all the National Football League. Um, Witherspoon is ranked number two, um, by Pro Football Focus for defensive backs in all of the NFL, and he's a rookie. Um, we just got that guy out of the Giants. Goddamn, what the hell's his name? Is Williams? Isn't it Williams? Is Williams? Uh, I think so. Sure. Damn it! I can't yes, think. Leonard okay. Williams. Right. We'll we'll talk about it when we talk about Chase Young because you think the Niners are more important to talk about than the Seahawks, anyways, in the trade deadline. Um, I saw that in run. Now that was disrespectful. Uh, but we also Leonard, Leonard, Leonard Williams. Leonard Williams. Yes. God damn it! I knew it. Uh, the uh, he's he's like top five in the NFL, in interior defensive linemen. And we're already number one in the NFL with QB pressure. So the defense is playing great. Walker playing great. Charbonnet is one of the top five highest rated running backs by Pro Football Focus, and he's our backup running back, for God's sakes. Uh, Metcalf needs to stop sheepshotting people. Um, But Lockett's doing great. Uh, We got Smith and Jigma going. Uh, Mike Bobo, our fourth wide receiver non-drafted free agent at a UCLA. Everybody needs more Bobo in their life. This man is a tall, white guy. Can't run fast, but he catches great people. He's got a touchdown the last two games. So we're doing great. Uh, so I got him there. We're number three in the NFC. Um, and uh, yeah, that's what's happening.
3: All right. I have got Dallas at number four. Uh, they have oh. shocked me. I... I admitted I was Damn. completely I it wrong. I far from now. <laughs> I thought the Cowboys were going to be absolutely terrible before the year started, but they're very good. It's not just Fools Gold. Uh, Dak has been playing pretty well. Uh, the defense is extremely good, and CeeDee Lamb—he's got to be one of the best wide receivers in the NFL right now. Like him and AJ. Can't Brown, believe you
4: put the Cowboys at fourth.
3: They're that I good. I, they are that good.
0: Wait, uh, wait, 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 wait. You said Cowboys? He did. Right. Ahead of oh, my you. box right now?
4: That's where they're at.
0: I hope you get diarrhea.
4: Aiden <laughs> might know where this is going. I can't believe you put Cowboys
2: <laughs> this. This is disrespectful. <laughs>
3: oh is funny. Uh Morgan this, go is why, this
0: is why you don't <laughs> show sick you say stupid shit and we're gonna have to hold you accountable to it what the hell he has the cowboys no, he has the cowboys above the 40 this is why he said what he said and when he says something stupid we can't call him out on it he has the cowboys so much further ahead of the Niners but the Niners beat the shit out of them when they were healthy Yet he said, if the Niners are healthy, they're the best team in the NFC. That don't make lick a goddamn sense. They were not that healthy, uh,
3: Morgan.
1: Uh, I'm going to go with Malin on the Seahawks. Their um, their pass rushers are Oof. goodness, gracious. Uh, their defense is on point. Um, also, Metcalf is also good as well, and Gino is a baller. So um, I'm gonna put them at number four.
3: All right, Nestor, number three.
1: <laughs> he should be happy and I agree with the Seahawks on, the, on number four. <laughs> I'm okay. Um, <clears throat> I got the cow, cow, can you say? <laughs> <laughs> Cowboys in the <number> three. <laughs> really? You don't any other team and put
4: the Cowboys in the four? Are you serious? <laughs> My boys, TD, they have to go off number 88, and... Dak Prescott's God's doing better now, so, yeah, Cowboys are number three. Great defense.
3: And that is why you guys are too funny. Uh, Malin, who is your number three?
0: God. Oh, you guys you guys stressing me out. Um... Number three, I got, I got Miami. Wow. Uh, reason why I got Miami at number three is that, first of all, I think Daniels is probably the best and coolest coach in the NFL. I think it's so funny. He has, he has the potential to be, like, in my opinion, the next Belichick. Um, as far as getting the best out of the personnel that you have with you. Um, The Patriot way is dead and gone. Players are different now. Mike McDaniels is so different. That offense is incredible. Um, As long as Tua stays healthy, they're going to be great. You don't put up 70 points by accident. Um, Jalen Ramsey is back. I love the fact that Mike McDaniel's actually called out Ramsey in the post game press conference and said he was disappointed in Ramsey because Ramsey said he was going to get a pick six in his first game back, and all he got was a pick field goal. Um, that's just the greatest quote you're gonna you're gonna get in a press conference this year. Uh, so yeah, you know, I, I gotta go, I gotta give Miami their shine right now. Um, so I I, I got to put them there.
3: All right, Uh, number three, I've got Kansas City as a third best team. Uh, yes, they just lost the Broncos, but like Malin said, everybody's allowed a clunker. It happens. Also, apparently Patrick Mahomes had the flu, so just throwing that out.
0: They did have the flu. Oh please!
3: So <laughs> if there was ever a week to have a clunker. Probably that
0: week. No, against Russell Wilson, you don't get a clunker.
3: (laughs) Well, that's the point of it being a clunker. It's it's a game you. should... Russell
0: Wilson is the clunker.
3: (laughs) They're still just finding ways to win games. Like after all of the stuff you guys said, they've only lost two games, and I mean, I just don't bet against that team anymore. So I think they'll keep it up, and they'll be they'll be there in the end. So uh, number two, go ahead, Nestor.
4: Number two, I got the Niners. Um, Apart from Broad Purdy, I still feel like they have great playmakers. They have a great defense. And I will be expecting to see them in the end somewhere. Um, So, yeah, number two, Niners. Uh,
3: Malin, who is your number two?
0: My number two is Baltimore Ravens. And the reason Damn. why I say it is because they've been... No, man, they... First of all, they were winning some games early that they shouldn't have. But Trey Flowers is coming on is a true number one that um, Lamar Jackson's been missing for a long time. And when you beat a team like Detroit, the way you beat Detroit... um that like they're playing the best ball in the NFL the last couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. So that's why I have them, them number two and going to make it look a lot better when my Seahawks beat them on Sunday when I have them, <laughs> them. So, so there we go. There we go.
3: I have got Philadelphia at number two. Uh, they have really come into form these past few weeks and, uh, You know, the the Tush push is alive and well. A.J. Brown, I think him and, like I said, him and C.D. Lamb are just, like, complete ballers right now. Uh, Eagles are looking phenomenal. Very, very tough out against the Eagles. And I think that they are one of those few, uh, uh, you know, cases where the team that went to the Super Bowl lost. Usually not very good the next year, but they're picking up right where they left off. So... The Eagles are my number two, Uh, Morgan.
1: I'm putting the 49ers on number two, actually. Wow. Um, They got some ballers on offense. They have some ballers on defense. You son of a bitch. Um, (laughs) They have a run game. They have uh, some wide receivers as well. So I'm going to stick with them at number
3: two. All
0: right. Number one.
1: How how are you?
0: Go okay. On, no, number, one. I'm going to abide by the rules. <laughs> I'm not going to completely lose my shit. So,
4: number one, um, number one, I have to say the Eagles. Um, I think um, like Jalen said, the tush push. Uh, when you know, with Kelsey there, man, it's just it's very difficult. Um, to do anything against that, um, apart from everything else. Um, and they have they have a good defense. I feel like they have a decent pass rush. They gave us a lot of problems um, when they played the Dolphins. So, yeah, and Swift is a pain in the ass when it comes to fantasy. So, when you don't have him on your team. So, yeah, I, I feel like Philly's number
0: one right now.
3: Go ahead, Malin. I'm
0: going Philly. The reason why I'm going Philly is uh, two reasons. One, they're winning when they're not playing their best ball. Okay. Um, they already have the clunker. I get it. The Jets. That's terrible. Um, but when Jalen Hurts is not playing his best. Um, but yet, you're still winning. Um. You're finding ways to win, which builds confidence and character in your team. When later on down the season, when you're playing tougher, tougher games and it's a little bit tighter, you have the belief that you're going to be able to come back. You're going to be able to squeeze it out. Uh, not everything needs to be a blowout. Um, and you know, when we think about it, last year uh, when they were winning all those games, they weren't blowing people out. They were just winning ball games. Um, everyone seems to think about the Eagles' offense as the Eagles' offense in the Super Bowl. Simple fact of the matter is, Jalen Hurts was not putting up all of those types of numbers that he put up in the Super Bowl on a regular basis. He was just very efficient. But now you got Swift, who is balling. Love that guy. Um, And, you know, they don't call it the tush push anymore. They call it the brotherly shove. Brotherly shove. That's what they call it. And, you know, I do think that's a very – I think that's a very Philly thing. They, they would call it a brotherly shove. You got a bunch of guys with hands on asses and piling up on top of each other. So that sounds like a very Philly thing. Um, God bless the Liberty Bell. Um, there's a reason why there's a crack in it. Uh, but uh, But, yeah, so got to go Philly, number one.
3: All right, I've got Baltimore at number one. Uh, Right now, Lamar is my MVP. Uh, He's just playing the best football he's he's ever played in his career. He's looking phenomenal. Uh, And their offense is just super, super fast. Defense is playing really, really well, too. Uh, But Zay Flowers, Lamar Jackson, that's a great, great connection. Mark Andrews still doing his thing. If they can get obj the ball a bit more, that would – be beneficial of course but the way the Ravens are playing right now to me they look like the best team in the league so that's my number one. Uh, Morgan
1: Number one is going to be Eagles for me. They have the best offensive line uh, they have that swift motherfucker um, and then they got A.J. Brown they just signed Julio Jones A.J. Brown is probably the best wide receiver right now um, Oh yeah I put him over Lamb he's
0: a cowboy so i have to put you i wouldn't even put lamb in the top five what do we (sighs) (laughs) (laughs) so yeah AJ brown has definitely been playing his
1: best football this year so far
3: all right folks that's our top 10 we're going to read your top five in the second half for community comments so there's that uh but we're going to move right along And we are going to move into a brand new segment. This, folks, this is Malin's Misery in 5. So the way this is going to work, our resident Malin here always has a lot on his heart that he likes to share that is typically uh, very heated. And we're going to give Malin three minutes to air out everything that is on his sports heart this week (laughs) and we will have two minutes the rest of us will have two minutes to uh respond to what he says
0: so all right uh, so like everybody knows um my my heart is black uh my soul is black um and i'm not even just talking about color i'm just talking about just how it feels everything's (laughs) dark Uh, So a lot of things make me angry. Um, And uh, so this week, here's what's pissing me off about sports people. First of all, the fact that Michigan is ranked in the top four in the college football playoff, even though they have a cheating scandal going on right now. The college football playoff committee said that that's an NCAA thing that they need to figure out, that they can't really put that into their, their rankings. And, uh, you know, they also have the 111th ranked strength of schedule out of 130 teams in college football, uh, but they're ranked number three um, in college football. Now, if you're thinking this is Spygate, people, this is not Spygate. I don't know if you guys know what's going on with, with, with Michigan. What Michigan is doing is they had staffers going to other teams and filming their signals at other games. Not only were they filming sidelines and stealing signs and signals at other games, they were also going and filming other teams that they did not want to see in the college football playoff and then giving that information to opposing teams in hopes that that team might lose. That happened last year with Tennessee versus South Carolina. South Carolina was a dog shit team last year. Tennessee was undefeated. All of a sudden, Tennessee plays uh, South Carolina. They lose 63 to 28, I think it was. After losing their starting quarterback, but starting quarterback for South Carolina would barely throw for 200 yards in a single game. All of a sudden, completed over 80 percent of his passes, 400 yards, six touchdowns. That's crazy. It's also kind of wild that the entire South Carolina defense was wearing playbook pads on their arms. The entire defense was. So that's cute. Not only that, but there was a Michigan staffer that was on the sideline for Central Michigan, on the sideline, wearing Central Michigan sideline gear, walking up, rubbing shoulders, with all of the coaches, and he's a Michigan staffer. This goes so far beyond just the normal thing. And the fact that the College Football Playoff Committee, thanks are one of the best teams in college football, is bullshit. My Huskies should be in there. I'm pissed off. I only got three seconds left, so I'm going to say I'm fucking pissed off one more time. <laughs> go ahead. <Respond. laughs> I stopped at 259.59. There
3: you way. go. <clears throat> do it. You follow the rule. Uh, the Michigan thing is, I, I only have a problem with the fact that they're ranked that high up. Like if other teams want to follow suit and do the same thing, I don't know, it's one of those things that kind of seems hard to govern as far as just, you know, recording signals. Um, now going to other teams and like selling them, that's a bit much, but, uh, recording signals just seems like one of those things that's like. I don't know how you stop that necessarily. Uh, But, yeah, they should not be ranked that high up with all the stuff going on and with, like you said, the difficulty of their schedule or lack thereof. It's a joke that we would think that Michigan deserves to be this high up legitimately.
0: You're you're getting your staff on the sidelines of opposing teams. Right. It's insane. Not to mention, okay, I'm sorry, I'm going to go over the three-minute limit here. I got two more things to say. Uh the two biggest losses they have in the last three years since two thousand twenty one. Can anyone name them? Anybody? Uh, no? No. It's uh TCU in Georgia. Why is it no. TCU in Georgia? Because they had no idea they're gonna be playing them in the college football playoffs, so they couldn't advance count them. Okay. True. Uh not to mention their bowl record is one and seven under Jim Harbaugh.
2: Hmm.
0: One and seven. That's another indication. That's a team you can't advance scout. There is a lot going on to the signs and the signals that they have. Are they an uber talented team? Yes. Do they bulldoze people? Yes. Agent Hutchinson is not blowing up Ohio State offensive linemen because they got signals. That's not happening. But there is an advantage. They are now the 2017 Houston Astros, and they should all die. I said it firing squad actually. I want him shot. <laughs> uh,
3: Morgan Nestor, any response?
4: Um yeah, I don't think this should be ranked that high <clears throat> at all. Um yeah, the magnitude of their cheating is is, you know, cuz if you can kind of read those signs from or calls, but you know, paying people to go over there and uh do uh, some type of recon. That That's, that's pretty messed up. Um, so yeah, they should see consequences. Um, I don't know. Maybe Maylin can help me out here because I, I saw on Twitter somebody said they deserve the death penalty and that it was okay. worse than S- SMU in the 80s. So, what, what did SMU do in the 80s? SMU in the
0: 80s was paying recruits um, an exorbitant amount of money, um, and they were basically like an NFL franchise in college until they got caught, you say. So Eric Dickerson, who played for the Rams and played for the Colts, he played for, for MSU. And MSU had um, a ton of talent, but they were paying – For all of their talent. And it was so widespread that when it came out, it was one of the biggest scandals in the 80s. And so what the death penalty is in um, NCAA, if you guys don't know what the death penalty is, it basically means that you lose your program. Yeah. And I think SMU lost their program for two years. And then I think for another four years, they couldn't even have any scholarship players. And they had a bowl ban for a while. Uh, so they got what was called the death penalty, hmm. um, and so what's going on with Michigan is just it just seems like there is a very clinical scheme cheating. When we talk about stealing signs, it's different than the NFL because the NFL has the the helmet system, right? The mic with, with, with the microphone stuff where you could so. You don't have that in college. Why they don't, I have no idea. These people are making fucking millions of dollars. Uh, So they have to have all the signs and everything on the sideline. And you could literally figure out what every sign is if you have people going to stadiums before you play them and videotaping it and getting the tip off to that. So you pretty much know what they're going to do before they do it. So that's a pretty unfair advantage.
3: Yeah, all this is really just evidence to show that they really need to start putting the, the earpiece in the helmet. Makes no sense oh, yeah. as to why that's not the case already, but anyway.
4: Because well, they're cheap?
3: <laughs> that too. Uh, let's get into the news for a bit. Today's top stories to and as breaking far as news. Trades go. We're going to start off with the NBA and the big James Harden trade. That just went down. Uh, so, James Harden, now an LA Clipper, off to a, yet another team. Uh, so, him, PJ Tucker, and I think somebody else. I'm not going to lie, I've never seen his name before in my life. So, uh, the Clippers got the three of them in exchange for Marcus Morris, uh, Robert Covington, Nick Batum, KJ Martin. And then they also got a bunch of draft picks in 2028 and 2029. Uh so James Harden linking back up with his old old running mate Russell Westbrook. He's got Kawhi They've now. Been a lot <laughs> He's Jesus got Christ. CG thirteen. Uh Morgan, what do you think about James Harden being a, a clipper?
1: Well first Josh Harris had to get him out of there somehow, so put him on the clippers. <laughs> um I don't really care about James Harden anymore. You know, he is that attitude problem. You know, he's just one of those players that doesn't fit with any team. So they had to put him in L.A. Well.
3: uh, Mister?
4: Um, Yeah, I feel like in no way this this helps the Clippers because they're just such a failed organization and team. Um, uh, Yeah, like Morgan said... They had to get him out of there. And this, I feel like, is, was a pretty good way of getting him out of there. Um, so, <clears throat> in regards to the... I mean, I guess this is like a trade. This is something they're trying to do so that, like, in the future, near future, they can do like a bigger trade. Um, hmm. So, that's good for them. Because I don't feel like they were going anywhere with Harden on their, on their team. And this year regardless of what they do, they're not going to stop Boston and they're not going to stop the bucks. So might as well just, you know what, get hard out of there and start planning for the near future. So, yeah. All uh, right. Go ahead, mainland.
0: I think that Philly got the better end of this trade. Of uh, simply because they got draft picks. They got some good role players. Now role players are going to take a little bit of time to get acclimated, right? But, you know, if you get Embiid with some solid role players, they can just contribute. Uh, That team, they weren't a finals contender with Harden. They're not going to be a finals contender without Harden. But they could build for the future without Harden because, you know, listen, I mean, Miami's going to be Miami. They talk about a culture that they don't have. They're terrible. Um, you know, Boston and Milwaukee, like we've kind of leveraged our future a little bit and we need to, you know, we, we need to be able to produce, um, and you know, if Philly plays it right, they could be one of those teams that kind of comes up after Milwaukee and Boston have had their shine and their run. But when you talk about the Clippers, I mean, you're you're talking Kawhi Leonard, that goofy ass laugh. Uh, Paul George, he he looks homeless, and he played for Indiana. Um, you have uh, Russell Westbrook. Uh, he's still trying to get triple doubles, um, and he still thinks he's probably the best player in the NBA right now. <laughs> and now you're going to add James Harden. It's That's like. Like, trying to take the four of these people and make it make sense under one umbrella is like (laughs) going to the store and buying, like, four different jigsaw puzzles of 5,000 pieces each and opening them all up, dumping them all out, taking four random pieces and making them fit together. Like, it's just not going to work. First of all, they're all has-beens. None of them are in their prime. If, if any of them had the work ethic of LeBron James, they still could be in their prime. Right. But they're all after the fact. They were, they were important in 2015, 2016, maybe even 2017. You know, maybe Kawhi with that laugh in Toronto. I think that was 2019. Um, but, you know, in the last three years, is anybody give a shit about these four people? No. Oh. Yeah. So, it's just funny. I think that uh, Steve Ballmer, the, the, the owner of the Clippers, I think he's just worried about opening up an arena um, and wants more star power. And so if he puts uh, Pudgy Harden out there with everybody else, people are going to show up. Uh, but it's not going to work out well. It's going to be disrespectful. Yeah. I, you know, I, I would just like to point out real quick, because I just thought of this before you, you move on. Uh, Morgan, you're not going to turn your heat on until the second week of November, but you're wearing $500 headphones. I just want to say, <laughs> uh, love yourself, turn the goddamn heat on. All right, go ahead, Jalen. Anyway, uh, <laughs>
3: I also echo the, the thoughts on the Sixers. Good for them. They get a little bit of, you know, I'm sure they all feel pretty good today. Some optimism. Get rid of the headache. Uh, the Clippers, though, these pieces just don't fit at all. And, yeah, it brings in another big name. Sells more tickets at this new stadium when it comes along. But they're not going to do anything none of these players this is like someone was playing 2k 15 came along was like build a dream team and then like they came up with this team but this is now nothing to be anything interesting uh it might be kind of funny to watch that might be the case kind of similar to the lakers when they had russ but uh yeah now yeah. this is just gonna be pretty pretty bad so good luck clippers uh, let's move to the next piece of news, though, because Josh McDaniels, he got fired, uh, which <laughs> it's about time, but Raiders finally parted ways with McDaniels after they uh, <laughs> shit the bed on Monday Night Football. Shit in the bed the whole year, really. Uh, but that was the last straw, and now McDaniels is out. Uh, Nestor, what do you think about that?
4: I mean, about time. Uh, I mean, It took them a while. Um, I think the more interesting part is that I heard that Jimmy G might not be their starting QB going forward.
1: Oh, he's not. Yeah, so,
4: he's not. even that's uh, more optimistic... <laughs> this is, uh, it better not be the, the kid that was playing when he was out, because I, I don't feel like he's that good. I think he's terrible, actually. <laughs>
0: Okay, well, I mean, anyone's better than Jimmy G away from uh, well. Shanahan. Yeah.
4: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess his optimistic is optim- like a little bit Aiden, optimistic for their fans. Aiden
0: O'Connell is their starting quarterback now. Yikes. Never heard that uh, in my yeah. life. He, uh, 65% completion percentage 313 yards, one touchdown, two interceptions. All right. He's their guy? I think they only, I think they're only starting him because he wears number four, and they're really wishing that he was still Derek Carr because <laughs> they should not have let him go. Right. I'm just saying. Uh, yeah, I
4: think Devontae Adams still wants to leave, but this is a good step.
3: Uh, Morgan, what do you think?
1: I was hoping some better news than them, well, you know, letting go Ron Rivera and Del Rio, but that didn't. Oh, happen that's happening.
0: That's, happen. so. that's, that's gonna happen.
1: I hope soon.
0: That's going Well, it'll happen at the end of the year. No, I do. No, I. Well, well first that. of all, you guys, we'll talk about it later in the show, but you guys already did a fire sale. <laughs> um, the uh, the I do not think the new owner of the Washington Commanders is going to want to disrespect uh Ron Rivera even though he hasn't really done anything but go to the Super Bowl with uh, Cam Newton and beat cancer um is the uh other than it, it's been pretty terrible uh no I think the thing that's really great about the Raiders um is it you gotta really try is Mark Davis right you gotta really focus you gotta put some teams together you gotta get some flow charts and you got to execute a plan to be a worse owner of an NFL franchise than your haircut. And I think that Mark Davis <laughs> has figured it out um, because he's just fucking terrible. Um, you, If you're going to hire someone like Josh McDaniels that wants to implement a Patriot way, okay, you have to give him time to do it. Now, the Patriot way, and I'm sorry, Jalen, it's a dead species, and it's never worked outside of New England, and it's not even working right now in New England. Like we could, we don't even have the time to talk about all the coaches that have tried to done it, assistants that have left New England, and it's, and it's failed. But <clears throat> Mark Davis had a firsthand experience of watching how bad McDaniel's was in Denver. <laughs> Yet he let him do the same goddamn thing. He did in Denver. He was like, oh, you know, we got a, uh, you know, we, we we got a quarterback, we got a wide receiver. No, we want to get rid of these people. We want to get rid of Waller. We want to get rid of the, you know, Derek, Derek Carr. We want our own people, and it's not working out, right? Um, and so, yeah, the Raiders is funny. The only thing that I wish was true about this is that there was a story online that was saying that Mark Davis loves PF Changs, and that he had orchestrated a scenario him and Josh McDaniels were eating P.F. Chang's together and he handed him a fortune cookie and when Josh McDaniels opened up the fortune cookie it said you're fired Um, that was a real story that was going around the media and I wish to God it was fucking true because it would have been awesome it's been proven false but I still think that is the best way to fire somebody like Josh McDaniels is with a fucking fortune cookie because you ain't got no fortune you fucking suck without Tom Brady (laughs) Goby oh, is in the goddamn Fox booth somewhere whenever he decides to start doing whatever the fuck he's doing.
3: God yeah, he, he had to go, man. He was awful, awful, awful. And all I'm going to say that you know, I'm not going to repeat what was already said, but <clears throat> let's just hope that this is the last coaching job he has, that he does not have a third stop somewhere because he didn't even deserve the second chance. So we should not be seeing him on a third team.
0: How do you have Renfro, Devontae Adams, and Josh Jacobs, and your offense be that bad? Exactly. With a healthy Jimmy G.
3: Right when offense is your thing, like that's what you're known yeah. for.
0: He, Jimmy G. Won seventy percent of his ball games when he was healthy. Really? God damn. So,
3: all right, let's oh. move on to a, another. Just there's a lot of boneheaded pieces of news here, but. The Commanders traded away Montez Sweat and Chase Young. Uh, Chase Young ending up, ending up in San Francisco. Montez Sweat in Chicago. Uh, get a second and a third round draft pick in return for those two guys. Morgan? Oh, I want to hear this. What is your team doing?
0: Go <laughs> oh, ahead, yeah, Morgan. All right, so. You know with a whole lot of fucking nothing. <laughs> well,
1: first, we're preparing for the future, okay? So.
0: By doing that, I've been preparing for the future for 25 years. I'm sorry. We got a new, owner, we
1: have a new owner now, so it's different. So, by ch- trading Chase Young, we got a third round pick. And then for Montez what we got a second round pick. So, we have one first round, two second rounds, two third rounds, and um, the rest are singles. So, we're just preparing for the future. Um, Chase wasn't doing anything, he had like five sacks so far. Um, he got a torn ACL um, and then Montez Sweat wasn't having a good season either this year so uh, he had to go I wanted to keep him per se but <laughs> cause he's better than Chase Young but yeah, give him to the Bears for a second round pick you know so um, and then we got Chase Young who He's been shaky, uh, so now he's going to a Super Bowl team, which he'll probably be going to the Super oh, he's Bowl. Not. So.
0: Mm. <laughs> Kiss my ass! <laughs>
1: but uh, it's all for the future. It's all for the future. That's how I'm putting it.
0: Go ahead, Malin. <laughs> Go ahead. I would just point out that uh, I think it's ironic that. Uh, Ron Rivera can solve the puzzle of cancer, but he can't <laughs> solve the puzzle of this Washington football team and the bullshit that they do. Um, th- this do makes you know it him know. How do you know? It was you all guys was him, oh, it was him? it's him. He beat cancer. Let him say whatever the fuck he wants. Um, <laughs> so him and the GM are going to be gone. And so now you're looking at, okay, so this is, this is wild. They're one game out of the playoff hunt right now. And they're all like, right. You know what? Owl ain't it. It's, it's not going to happen, so we need to sell everybody. Uh, now, I understand the San Francisco 49ers going after uh, Chase Young a little bit. Um, now, you're you're building upon a strength instead of a weakness, but you're only having to pay – like $650,000 and you're only giving up around a third round pick. What I really don't understand about somebody needs to help me make sense. That uh, sweat trade, the Chicago that's only won two games. <laughs> and they're giving hey, up a second round one. pick. You're talking about, moving things for like it doesn't make any sense like normally when you're making trades and giving up a second round pick you're <laughs> you're usually a player right washington is more of a player in the playoff picture than chicago is um so i really don't understand why chicago made that trade Now, the Bears have come out and said they're confident that they're going to be able to re-sign Sweat. That's cute. Everybody that makes a fucking trade is confident that they're (laughs) going to be able to re-sign somebody. Um, But it's the Chicago Bears. Like, I don't understand teams like Cleveland, Chicago, Washington, bread and butter, blue blood franchises, all you do is fuck shit up, like even the Raiders. Throw, throw them in there too. You have dumbest ass people. This is why you don't leave shit to family, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the Hallises and the Davises and, you know, now you got a new owner with Washington. I know you got a new owner in Cleveland, but they don't know what the fuck they're doing. They didn't make their money, you know, on an NFL franchise. They don't, they don't know what the hell is going on. Uh, so, Washington is selling one game out of the playoff picture. That means they know that they're Fool's Gold. I get that. Chicago, what the hell are you doing? You don't even know if you want Justin Fields or Jason Campbell. Actually, I know. <laughs> they want Jason Campbell. But trading for Sweat isn't going to help you get Campbell. I would love for Sweat to get some sort of sack fumble. Week 17, it seals a game that makes sure that the Bears don't get somebody <laughs> like Campbell. Um, I hope that's what happens. That's what they fucking deserve. Goddamn Bears. It's fucking ridiculous.
3: Uh, G-Money, what's up, man?
0: Hey, man, yeah.
5: It's chilling here in the, uh. Land of gambling, I tell you, it treats me like a fucking cheap bitch. I'm getting a little tired of coming here and having to take my goddamn money. I can just throw it out the window at
1: home.
0: Yeah, but I think the, the penthouse suite that you're in right now is a little bit better than home. So at least you're enjoying that. <laughs>
5: nah, just, just a tad. Just a tad. A
0: little but bit. No.
5: Um, so, so oh, you're, yeah. To answer your question about the bears, right? So... The Bears' thought process, whether it's right or wrong, is that they're going to, they are going to re-sign uh, Montel Sweat for probably five years, hundred and sixty million dollars, probably what they're looking at one seventy. They've got plenty of salary cap to do it. Um, the question, of course, is is the head coach going to be there next year? And if 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 that's what they're going to do then my guess is Justin Fields won't be there next year because they'll draft a quarterback. And in this way, they don't have to draft defense because they need defense too. You would think that if Justin Fields was in their um, future to be their franchise quarterback with their draft picks, they would be drafting defense and maybe a wide receiver in the second or third round. But no, they made that trade, so they didn't have to draft defense, and they could go after a
0: quarterback. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I mean, doesn't
5: I mean, does it make sense to us? No, right. I mean, would would if any of us were were the um, owner of the Bears, would we do it? Probably not. I mean, but then, I don't think I would have um, signed. Eberfall as my head coach, either. I mean, just not not who I would have chosen to lead my team. And, and you know, CJ Jay Stroud aside, and he's an anomaly this year for an Ohio State quarterback, but they don't do well in the NFL. So, I mean, I there are there options I could have gone for taking a quarterback if I'd wanted to. But Malin's right. You know, some franchises are poorly run. And they're poorly run over decades. I mean, you just have to look and, and, and see them. You know, Chicago. I mean, since they won the Super Bowl in 84, they've, they've not been that good. They've tried. They've just failed dramatically. The Raiders are the same way. Um, the last time they went to the Super Bowl, they got beat by Tampa. And then that was it. It was done.
0: Uh they, 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 teams they
5: haven't even smelled have
0: That's fine. Yeah uh, I would just like to point out that I think that uh uh coach like Eberflus doesn't that name sound like he needs to be playing in the CFL. I'm just gonna say the Tarkin uh, Eberflus. <laughs> uh but anyways, uh let's go ahead and uh I'm gonna go ahead and bring this one up, Jalen. We need to talk about the Vikings picking up the great Joshua Dobbs, okay, yes, from the Arizona Cardinals previously of the Cleveland Browns. His man's being passed around like a cheap hooker in Vegas. Uh, so, well, what do you guys think about this phenomenal trade <laughs> for the Vikings? Well, the Vikings
3: they need somebody to you. replace their. Their legendary quarterback and Kirk Cousins, you know, him going down. And, you know, Josh Dobbs great- by way of Cleveland, <laughs> by way of uh, Arizona, and now into uh, <laughs> Minnesota.
0: <laughs> the only thing that makes it funny about Cousins getting hurt, and it's not funny that anybody gets hurt, but there was a whole special on Fox NFL Sunday where Kirk Cousins was talking about how he wanted to be a Viking for life. And then literally he goes out there and tears tears his Achilles. Um so I mean goddamn. He was actually playing pretty good. He was the number two quarterback in the NFL. He was he was playing pretty solid. Um uh, but as far as Josh Dobbs man I mean God just how, how many apartments is he renting right now? This is bullshit. Can a man get out of a lease? Uh, like, good God. Man's getting passed around like a hot potato. Uh, so I, it's not going to do anything for the Vikings. Uh, right. They're not. And it sucks because, uh, what's his name? At, Addison? Addison? Oh, yeah, the receiver. Um,
2: yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, when, when Jefferson comes back, that's one of the best duos mm-hmm. in the NFL. Uh, you could put that right up there with like uh, Jamar Chase yeah. and and in in Higgins as far as duos. And Kirk Cousins maybe could have done something. Yeah. With that squad, the defense wasn't bad, but uh, yeah, that's a it's a I'm not going to say a tough break; it's a tough tear <laughs> for 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 Minnesota.
3: Any other thoughts on the Vikings and Dobbs?
4: Uh, I just want to say that 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 was a. The only thing. I just want to say, Dobbs is not bad. Um, he's not. Um, they're not going to suffer like the Jets suffer with Zach Wilson, and they're not going to suffer the way the Raiders have suffered with Jimmy G. And that's going to be. I think they're thinking it's good enough for them at the moment which I think it will be. And that's about it. He's not great, but he's not terrible.
5: Yeah, he's, he's better than what they have right now, as a, you know, for their backup. So he'll win them a couple of games. He'll lose them a couple of games. the end of the season, they'll be probably a game or two better than what they would have been if they'd just gone with whoever they have sitting on the bench. I mean, it's not going to win them the division. It's not going to get them in the playoffs, but it'll get them by.
4: And I just, I want to mention, because I think we might have went over this, not went over this in the news, but we did go over it in the power rankings. Um, out of all these trades, the ones that, one of the, like, I think top three was like Leonard Williams for the Seahawks. Because the guy is like, I don't know, maybe Malin knows number two, number three, and QB pressures like, pretty. Yeah. All great trade for them, so.
0: I was excited about it. Chase Young is going to get all the. Right. He, he was a big mm-hmm. splash on the last day. So, but we definitely did fill a need in the interior. I appreciate that, mister. <laughs> all the way from Sarasota.
5: But, and, oh. and, you know, there was. There was talk that we might have gone after Chase Young, but we liked the versatility that uh, Leonard brought. That he can play inside, he can play outside. And now we've got him. Um, we've got Frank Clark that we signed last week. Um, Del Taylor, who actually was a conversation of possibly being traded until Nwosu freaking went down for the rest of the s- season. Um, yeah, yeah, we we've got well. a nice rotation deal, we really do. And and she's young. I mean, they underperform.
0: You're You're, staying, starting, you're, you're staying on his defense. defense. You're you're starting to break up there, G money.
1: Ah, uh, well, you yeah. know,
0: freaking being a fucking penthouse to have cheap goddamn Wi-Fi. Yep. <laughs> All right. Well, all let's right. go ahead and uh, let's go ahead and head to break and see if we can fix that.
3: Right. Uh,
0: we got some things.
3: Yeah, we're going to go to a break. Uh, Morgan, thank you for coming for the first half. Highly appreciated. No uh, if you are interested in following Morgan on TikTok, his TikTok is linked down in our description below. If you are into uh, gaming and whatever is currently out, whatever is new, Morgan's TikTok is down below. That's where you should go. Uh, so. Once again, thanks for coming on. We're going to go to a break. and We'll be back in about 10 minutes. And we... Welcome back, folks. Welcome back to your favorite show on the internet. It is November 1st, folks. Year of our Lord. Year is flying by. Next thing you know, Super Bowl will be here, and I will be... uh, Watch my New England Patriots hold up that trophy. So, here we go. Are you, Second half. You got,
2: that,
0: uh, DVD, do you? You got that? You got that Sports Illustrated DVD?
3: I couldn't help myself. And let let me dream, okay?
0: So. I said we got to be done a half an hour, and this man starts talking about Patriots tomorrow, the Patriots winning Super Bowl. Okay, let's go ahead. Second half shot. <laughs> Go ahead. Oh, wait. No, Ness is not even ready. Jesus Christ. I Jeez. need,
4: I need this winch. Needs
0: this one. There so you go. Got, ooh, Are you up with the got
3: Patron, G Money with the Champagne. Oh, man, he, Mainland, what have you got?
0: Oh, I got the Four Roses uh, single barrel with me. So, love that. And I'm pretty sure man, that, uh, um, Oh, wow. Never mind. <laughs> Jim Money's drinking a Clinko, right?
5: Champagne, my friend. You know, we vote co. Yes. Okay. Yep.
0: Good stuff. Good stuff. All right, let's
3: go. All righty. Let's go into the <clears throat> community comments huh. for this week. Uh, so... The only two videos to address here are hearing what your top five NFL teams are and uh, the thoughts on James Harden being traded to L- L.A. Um, I'll start off with the top five teams because I just have them in front of me right now. So on Instagram, uh, Vlad <coughs> Roman 905 he just put Panthers one through five. All right, Vlad. Uh, B- what? <laughs> right back. BLPJ says Miami Dolphins, Philadelphia Eagles, Dallas Cowboys, Bengals, and Ravens. I don't really have any qualms with that one. I feel like that's pretty good. That's almost where mine was at anyway. Uh, moving over to TikTok. June, shout out to Junebug. He says, uh, five Dolphins, four Cowboys, three Kansas City, two Eagles, number one Ravens. His list is almost identical to mine. <coughs> uh, Kobe Ooh. says Eagles, Ravens, Jags, Fins, Niners. Uh, Mead says Eagles, 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 and Eagles. Uh, <laughs> somebody else says 49ers, Dolphins, Bills, Eagles, Cowboys. Uh... Ravens, Eagles, Dolphins, Lions, Chiefs, 49ers, Chiefs, Eagles, Ravens, Bengals, and then 49ers, Dolphins, Eagles, Ravens, and Bengals from somebody else. So it seems like most people are on the same same page here. Uh, let me move to the other other video here. I'm just pulling up. TikTok. All right, so James Harden going to LA. Uh, Eric says, does Harden still play? I feel like he lost it, and you're right. The three don't feel like they fit together. Uh, Weird Boy Mark says, people talk about Embiid, but besides the year with Jimmy, he never had a team as good as the people we compare him to. It's going to be fun to watch, but come on now. And then last but not least, Markman says, as a Clippers fan, I don't really know what to think. I was more than okay with us not trading for him, and here we are now. Yeah. Yeah. The uh, Clippers fan was uh, interesting there because not even he was feeling this move. So (laughs) I've yet to hear anybody actually like the fact that Harden is a Clipper now, so there's that. Uh. It, it just it just seems strange.
5: It seems like five years too late, and, and you just wonder. You know, you know that Harden's going to bring a really good game every five or six games. He's going to show up and, and hit for thirty, get probably fifteen rebounds and, and and seven or eight assists and then he's just gonna disappear. And, and and I don't see how it makes the Clippers really any better and how ESPN with the analytics picked them now to win the West. I thought that was an insane thing. Yeah.
2: <clears throat>
5: I I don't think they're better than the Lakers. Um I don't think that, that made them better than anybody that were
3: yeah <clears throat> we were just uh, revisiting the Harden trade because
0: that was in the comments uh, oh yeah sorry I had a kid that was crying so I had to go figure out if they killed themselves or if they just had their feelings hurt <laughs> my apologies <laughs> it was just feelings. that's fine
3: glad There's to have so you much. back <laughs> Uh, let's move into the final
0: To suppress their feelings that they don't matter <laughs> let's
3: move in to the ride or die in five. <laughs> this is where you get the five best sports spec bet, sports bets to make this week. Uh, if you are, especially if you're like G money and you're out in Vegas and you're just living it up with all your bets, uh, We're going to go ahead and put on last week's stats.
2: (laughs) Uh,
3: Let's start off with the fact that uh, Malin, still 200 and 139 overall. Uh, He's plus 61. He was three and two last week.
2: 200.
3: Yes. Hit the 200 mark. I am 213 and 169. I am plus 44. Went and 0 last week, uh, Nestor 95 and 77. He is plus 18. He went two and three last week. A little down week for Nestor. Uh, G Money 117 and 102. He is plus 15. Uh, he went four and one last week. So that's where getting we're all close at. to taking
0: over, Nestor.
3: Yeah, he, he creeped up on you a bit there. So
0: we'll oh, see what yeah. happens this week. That's what happens
5: when you, you you have a good week and you, you know, I have a good
0: week and you don't that is what- things change quick. <laughs> yeah, that is true.
3: That's that insight we need. All right. Let's start off with the first game of the week tomorrow, the Thursday night game Titans go to the Steelers and the Titans are two and a half point underdogs on the road. This game got way more interesting once uh, Will Levis stepped in last week. Yeah. Up until this point, this was not that great of an entertaining game. Uh, But now that Levis is in, it would have been nice if if Pickett could have played. But, you know, we'll take Mitch for Bisk. Nestor, we'll start with you. Who do you like in this game?
4: Jesus. Um... I'm not going to buy you into the Will Levis hype. Um, You should. uh, Steelers are at home. Good defense. Uh, I'm going to regret this. So uh, give me the Steelers. I I want Will Levis Levis to thrive. Really do. Um, I read up a little bit on his story and I've seen some memes on TikTok. So I know quite a lot. But um, (laughs) God, I'm hoping somehow they still lose this game. And he thrives. So, give me the Steelers.
0: Well, wait. Did you say Pickett isn't playing?
3: I don't think he is, right?
0: Doesn't look
5: like Trubisky, it. Trubisky, right? Yeah. Did they clear him because yeah, they were still looking at uh, Trebrynski playing.
0: I think it's Trubisky. Yeah, I, I'm going Tennessee on this because uh, I'm buying the uh, the great white hype that is Will Levis. Um last time he had a you know a quarterback like him going to the NFL, that was Trubisky, but he went to the Bears. And we all know what the fuck happened with that. Uh so but this guy, first game out the shoot, ends up with three of the top ten longest touchdown passes <laughs> in the NFL already this season. And they all go to D hop. It's almost like did Tannehill know that D-Hop was on his fucking roster? (laughs) Because Will Levis did. He figured it out. Um, So I'm going with with Tennessee on this just because I think it's fun. Um, I think they got the better wide receiver core. I think they'll have the better quarterback. I think they have the better running back. Uh, Pittsburgh might have a little bit of a better defense, but their offense is shit. And they don't only really have Little Piggy picket out there, so I'm going, going, going uh, Tennessee.
3: Yeah, I agree for the same exact reasons. Will Levis to DeAndre Hopkins is like my favorite thing. It's just it's such a funny <laughs> connection. And it, like you said, Tannehill does not know that D Hop was there because, it's just like that, it's like D Hop is back. And uh, props to Will Levis, man. He came out balling and. I really just want to see the Will Levis train continue because it's just a lot of fun. So if he comes he was out with like balls the against forgotten the Steelers. Quarterback.
0: Yeah, he, he was like the forgotten quarterback. Yeah, yeah. exactly. In the draft. Like his girlfriend was more famous than him because she was like a, like a social media influencer. Mm-hmm. And then uh, for some reason, when he got money, she left him. So that was weird. but Yeah. Uh, G-money. Wow,
3: Nestor. Last time well, he wasn't the first round pick. That's what <laughs> left him. Yeah.
4: It was... I'm also mad. I'm not picking the Titans because I couldn't get him off of waivers. So, just saying that. <laughs>
3: uh, you seem G- mad. G Money.
4: <laughs> Pretty mad.
5: <laughs> I'm taking Titans. Um, the uh, Steelers' offense is stuck in the 70s. And uh, their defense doesn't look as good as it once did. And um, didn't uh, Fitz, was it Fitzpatrick that went down, Fitzgerald, their, their safety with a hamstring? And Because I was watching the game at the airport, and I saw him go down clutching the back of his leg, and then you didn't see him again. Yeah, I think it was. And like that. I, 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 I just, I, I, I don't know. I, I, I think they're a better offense. I think Tennessee's a better offense than Pittsburgh. And I think they'll move the ball. And I don't think Pittsburgh will.
3: All right. Uh, next game, we have got Sunday morning game in Germany. We've got the Dolphins Ooh. and the Chiefs. Great. Yes, the Chiefs are two and a half point favorites. Uh, Malen, what do you like here?
0: Um, I like Miami in this game. Uh, not only did the Chiefs lose to Russell Wilson, which is just unforgivable at this point in his career. Um, the Miami Dolphins went overseas as fast as humanly possible. It say Chiefs, on the other hand, were throwing a Halloween party last night where I was told that more than half the ladies that attended were dressed as Taylor Swift. Um, My God. And Taylor Swift was also in attendance, so that must have been awkward for her to talk to a bunch of people that are trying to look like her. Um, so it just kind of <laughs> sounds like one team is taking the game a little bit more seriously than the other. Um I think Miami is uh I just I like that offense. I'm not sold on Kansas City's defense. Um and I think that Miami has a better offense than, than Kansas City, so I'm gonna go ahead and take the, the Dolphins and the points.
3: I am going to switch my pick because I did not know about the fact that the Chiefs had a Halloween party and people were dressing up as <laughs> Taylor Swift. So, with that being said, I'm going to take the team that's taking this more seriously. Give me the Dolphins and the points. What the hell is going on with that? Uh, G-Money. <laughs>
5: in Kansas City you saw um, in the Denver game Mahomes under he, there is no one that he trusts throwing the ball to when he has to oh and by the way um, they put Mahomes on the injured list On the injury report. He injured his hand. Apparently. It's his non-throwing hand. But he injured it. And they put him on. The injury report today. Now he's going to play. Don't don't make that. Don't think that they're going to. You know. Put. 95 year old. I don't even know who their backup is. I have no clue who (laughs) Kansas City's backup quarterback is. But. That person won't be playing, but I just found it interesting that they put, they, they listed Mahomes on the um, injury report today, and nobody knew anything about it. It's like, oh, yeah, he injured his hand in the uh, Denver game. It's like, okay. So everybody's thinking, well, that's why he was throwing bad. Well, I thought he was throwing bad because he still had, like, the flu. Maybe he's just throwing bad because if you bracket Kelsey – He's got no one else he can really throw
0: to. I do, know yeah. That and the backup I, quarterback? Is I can't not believe that. Yeah, because he's the former backup quarterback, based on the Allstate commercials. So it's Ooh. not Chase anymore. Ah,
4: Blaine Gabbert, Mr. Gabbert.
0: Blaine Gabbert is the backup wow. quarterback for the Chiefs. Hmm. Well, if anyone's going to make Blaine Gabbert look like an all-pro, it's going to be Andy Reid. <laughs> I didn't even know Blaine Gabbert was still in the fucking league. Right. Good God. Well, uh,
3: Nestor, <laughs> what's your pick here?
4: Um, I, will, I will say that something that does help the Chiefs is that I feel like when you have more experience and you're – Like, for some reason, you do better, like, in these international games. Like, last year, we had the Seahawks in in Tampa. And I was just like, well, Seahawks have to win this one. And for some fucking reason, Tampa won. Um, I don't know how that works out. I mean, Brady was good uh, in these international games, but whatever. Um, Dolphins have lost their last three international games. But I feel like we're not the team of 2021 we're a lot better um our offense is rolling we we should gotta help we bulldoze this team um if the broncos beat them we should beat them even if they're at a good level we should beat this team so give me the dolphins
3: all right we're all <clears throat> agreeing on that one next game uh big game 430 on Sunday, we have the Cowboys going to Philly, and the Cowboys are three-point favorites. Malin is going to, right off the bat, take Philly. I am going to take I mean, the Cowboys in the points. I think it's going to be a close game either way. Uh, Yeah, it's going to be Cowboys in the points. Um, money? I'm I'm going with Philly minus the
5: points. Um, I just tend to think that uh, whenever the Cowboys play a a top ten team, they don't play well. You give Dak pressure, and and he turns into Daffy Duck. Damn. I mean, the man can't handle pr- pressure. Tony Pollard can't run, um, and and really, I mean, except for Bro, um, from well, C.D. Lamb, but um, yeah, nah, no, nah, I, I I just I just don't see it. I know they're going to come out all hyped up and you know, playing in Philly. They want to win. They want to show something. something, something. You know what they're going to show us? Another fucking loss. And Cowboy fans will blame the grass. They'll blame the refs. They'll blame the weather. When it's really a team just isn't that good.
3: Nester, uh,
4: I am inclined to choose the Billy because... Just like G Money said, it feels like every year well recently, every time I feel like uh Cowboys are gonna be this good team, they just flop completely. Uh that price got throws some interceptions, the team just fucking just flops. Um and Philly's a Philly's that team where you could see them flopping against, especially when they're playing in Philly. Um but I feel like they have some momentum. They completely dismantled the Rams. They played so good and I feel like this is the one game where they're they're going to come through. So big game from CD Lamb <laughs> and Dak Prescott give me the Cowboys.
0: He doesn't even believe what he just said. All right. Next game, (laughs) uh, Sunday
3: night game. We have the Bengals Mm. at the Bills. There's a bunch of big games this week. Uh, Mm. G Money, who do you like here? Two and a half point favorites are the Bills, by the way. I like
5: the Bengals. I I, I like the Bengals. Um, Give me the Bengals. Uh, They're ascending. Joe Burrow is now playing like he was last year. And I don't know what I got with the Bills anymore. Their defense isn't as good as it was last year. Um, They're not getting the pressure like they were. And offensively, it's like the Diggs show. That's, That's it. I mean, if you look, Diggs has had more targets than basically all their other receivers put together. I mean... I know that it was there was talk, you know, prior to the trade deadline that maybe uh the Bills should go out and get a receiver. I'm like, why? Why? They're not gonna throw it to him, they're gonna throw it to Diggs.
4: Nestor. You know, somehow <clears throat> it feels like Diggs is not getting the targets. But when you look at the stats, he is getting the targets. It's just not showing up, and I know that for a fact because I have him my fantasy team. If anybody knows, his production is me. He's getting the targets, but he's not getting much of. He's not producing much with them. Um, Gabe Davis seems to, whenever he receives the ball, be getting to the to the red zone area or 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 getting a touchdown. Uh, that new kid, Shakir or whatever his name is, he's getting some targets too uh Kincaid that Titan that that kid looks pretty good I'm not gonna lie pretty pretty good um I feel like this is one of those games because I'm I'm a little pissed off they didn't cover against Tampa and they seem like such a fucking uh, not passionate team like just like you know what let's just play it safe i can't stand them but for that reason i don't want to be emotional just pick the bangles um i'm gonna go for the bills on this one yeah give me the bills jamar chase will go off but the bills are are gonna somehow pull it off
3: i am just going to real quick give me the bangles and the two and a half points they returned to the scene of the crime last year during the playoffs when they just embarrassed the Bills. Uh, I think they they know how to beat this team, so give me the Bengals and the points. Man?
0: Yeah, I'm going to take the Bengals. Um, Josh Allen, inconsistent. Uh, Diggs, it seems like, you know, even though he has a ton of targets, not doing much The Bills' defense. Um... They they're basically the representation of Debar ha- Demar Hamlin last year on the field, just dead. Uh, so they're 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 terrible. Um, so yeah, you got to go to Bengals right now. That offense is waking up. They're looking great. Let's go. Who day?
3: <laughs> All right, last game <clears throat> we got the Monday night game: Chargers and the Jets. Jets three point favorites at home. G-Money, what do you like here?
5: Give me the Jets, minus a three. Jets have a solid top eight defense. Um, And offensively, you know, Wilson's playing better. I mean, he's not great by any stretch of the imagination, but he's playing better. And they've got a good running attack. And i'm just not sold on the chargers i mean i'm I'm not sold on the head coach um i i don't know if if they can call a good enough game to beat that defense
3: uh
4: Um. I'm going to go with the Chargers. Um, I feel like they have a great offense. Uh, I will disagree with Junebug that Justin Herbert is the real deal. Uh, He has an arm on him. He will make things happen in this game. And, uh, yeah, Zach Wilson is playing better by his standards. Um, They do have a great defense, and they do have a great Um, Running game, but as boneheaded as their Chargers head head coaches I feel like Justin Herbert will get them across the finish line in this one. So Chargers
3: Yeah, I'm gonna ditto. I'm gonna take the Chargers as well. I just don't I don't trust the the Jets At all so Malin
0: Yeah, I mean I got to go with the Jets. They're finding ways to win games right now. Um, I think Joe Staley has the brain activity of DeMar Hamlin when he was laying (laughs) on the field last year. It's just pretty much gone. Um, He's not a good coach. Um, Justin Herbert is going to score some points. But I'm just – I think Bryce Hall – I'm better. Uh, Dalvin Cook might as well be Hamlin. Um, but I think that Wilson is going to play That's good. Yeah, That's that That Jets defense is still good. Listen, man, I'm going to ride this Hamlin train for as long as I can. <laughs> uh, the uh, But, yeah, so I'm going to go ahead and go with the Jets.
3: All right. Uh, yeah, I think that will do it. That puts... Uh, I think the only game... We got some we, islands. Uh, yeah. There's a, there's an island. <laughs> there's only two islands. There's the Dallas island that I'm on and the Buffalo island that Malin is on. No, I, w- oh, I, went, I
4: went with you, you then, on, the, on
3: the Dallas one. Oh, you were. My bad. The, sorry, the other island was tomorrow night's game. You are on the Pittsburgh island. Imagine that. Wait.
0: Right. <laughs> <And>, uh, <laughs> Didn't I pick Cincy? Uh, you and. Uh, everybody I else. Say. except Yeah, me. sure. I thought you picked Cincy, but. Cincy.
3: So we're all. I Cincy. want to. The...
0: What happened to Jalen? Did we lose him?
3: Can you can still hear me, right?
0: <laughs> yeah, we can't. He's like, oh, no, no, so, don't think so.
3: <laughs> I don't know what happened to the camera, but uh I'm still here. Oh
0: I definitely picked Cincy, didn't I?
3: I just put you down for Cincy. You're good.
4: Yeah, you did. I'm oh, on okay. the Steelers Island and the Buffalo Island. I'm, I'm on some pretty cold islands. On. Okay,
0: gotcha. Oh those are bad islands. <laughs> yeah, might, might, be
4: a, might be a bad weekend for me. Pretty rough weekend. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs>
3: All right. Well, that will do it for this week's show, folks. Uh, Thank you all for watching, listening. Uh, G-Money, thank you again for joining us in the second half. Enjoy the rest of your trip. Uh, We'll talk to you all.
5: Hopefully it's a winning trip. I end up on a winning
3: note. Right. Uh, Yeah, and shout out to Morgan for joining us in the first half. So we'll talk to you all next week. And... uh, Peace.